Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello and happy Monday. Thank you for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters and Craig Morgan. How are you guys doing on this fine Monday and how were your weekends? My weekend was full. House projects. <laughs> house projects. Lots oh, is of he echoing. Projects. Do you hear that, Leah? No. Oh, Craig's echoing. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just inside my head. That could be too. <laughs> oh, God. That <laughs> <laughs> could be too. So, Petey, how was your weekend exactly. then? <laughs> His was busy, mine not so much. But Oh, my goodness. It's always hockey. Hockey, hockey, hockey. Let's go. Yeah. Well, you Craig, know what the good news is? Um, the Coyotes didn't lose last night. They did not. Hey. And they're not going to lose today either. They won't lose today. So it'll be 48 hours without a loss. Love it. Did you say that? Is well, that too negative to start off on Monday? No. It's very on brand for Monday. Petey, what's this lid you're wearing? It's you know what? This is a this is a Christmas present from my secret Santa a couple of years ago. Or is it last year? Gosh, it's last, last year. year. Wow, it's almost a year. It just says I think it says positive vibes, I think. Positive Which, you know, energy. of course is Petey's MO. 100 percent If you positive, if you wear it. Positive energy hat. Yeah, yeah, that's you. That's me. They don't know that that we call it's you. Actually, that brand that, that positive energy. That's a yeah. good idea. <laughs> <laughs> All brand right, well, let's, let's go. Let's go. LFG, as PD would say. Um, well, if you haven't read it already, Craig published his lengthy mailbag, monthly mailbag article on gophnx.com, and there were a couple of questions that came up um, more than once. Or, you know, we're just interesting. So we wanted to further expand on a couple of those. So we're going to do our own version of Mailbag Monday on our audio episode today and dive in deeper on some of those questions. And I, Craig got a ton. So thank you to everybody who <laughs> always yeah. asks. I think we might do this from time to time where we we pick a handful of uh, five questions and just dive a little more deeply into them. It's hard for me to go super in depth on all of these questions because... There were 55 of them this week, and that would take a long time and, and be a really, really long story. But I, I think this is a good idea, actually, to, to dive into a few of them. So I handpicked some. I don't know if you guys like the choices that I made. You're free well, to. Uh, we got to deal with it no matter what. Well, you know, you can always 
choose your own from my mailbag, I guess, the next time. But I tried <laughs> to at least sprinkle, you know, Roadrunners and ASU in with, with the Coyotes. Yeah. So let's dive into the first one, which I think is one that Craig, having read it this morning, the topic of J.J. Mosier came up, I felt like, a ton. So I think it's very appropriate that you chose this one um, from JMT22, Jarek, in the Discord. Um, and he asked, I know he's only in his second year of the NHL, but what do you think J.J. Mosier's ceiling is? Is he a top four defenseman or is he better suited to being a top six defenseman? I'm going to let Coach Petey start with this one. You know, as you sit and think about it, the kid is 22 years old. He's over six feet tall. He's got four points in his first five games this year. He's playing on the number one power play. Granted, for um, for the Coyotes, it's not like he's the number one power play guy for the, the Washington Capitals, Pittsburgh Penguins, or the, or the New York Rangers. But he's still a number one power play guy at, at 22 years old. I think the ceiling's high for him. I, I really do. I think we have to set the bar high and, and the expectations of what we're going to get out of J.J. Mojer. Skates incredibly well, gets the puck up the ice. Hockey IQ seems to be there. Absolutely top four. Um, and, and depending on who his partner could be, I, I don't see any reason why he can't be a top pairing guy in the National Hockey League. What do you think his partner would need to look like on a top pairing? What 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 are the what is the complementary piece to him? See, I think it's the more dynamic player. I think it's the it's the bigger piece, and so he's the two and the one two, and he's the you know he's the he's the guy that complements a right-handed Kale McCarr, and, and you know um, the the more offensive all the way up coast to coast defenseman. I think that's his his complementary guy on the top pair. He defends well enough, and he reads the play well enough. He's smart enough, and he skates well enough. So I think he can help back up a guy um, that can that can um, lug the mail all the way up the ice. But the other thing is, when you're in the zone five on five, that really high end number one defenseman needs somebody that can get him the puck. Needs somebody that can walk the line, that can make a good play at the blue line. And and, and I, I I know. Um, don't take this the wrong way, Hammer, because I'm sure Hammer and Nicholas Hummerson's listening. When you put Hammer with with all Reckman Larson, he couldn't get him the puck. You know, he, he's a right-handed defenseman or a left-handed defenseman playing on the right side. He couldn't get all over the puck. And, and that was always an issue with, with the way Rick Tockett ran that, that blue line. He wanted right with left, so you do that. So if you're going to have a number one high, high-end uh, offensive defenseman, it's nice to have a player that can deliver the puck to him. And I think that's J.J. Mordor. Yeah, I never understood why Hammer was so much more comfortable playing on the right side when I think about that dynamic. And and a lot of coaches like that. It's not just Rick Tockett that likes that righty-lefty split. So speaking of Nicholas Jalmerson, of course, in the mailbag, somebody also asked about his comeback in the Swedish Hockey League. So kind of cool. He, Hammer's still- yeah, I haven't followed his. How's he doing? Uh, just, he just started. So, I mean, oh, just good. he loves to play. He's playing for his hometown team. And his agent, Kevin Epp, told me, quite frankly, he's probably a little bored. So a guy that loves the game, has done as much as he has in the game, Keep playing. Why not? I want to just throw in one and I'm taking you guys totally off guard because it's not in the notes, but having just read Craig's mailbag, a couple of questions I saw were about the maybe lack of defensive prospects in the Coyote system right now. You know, they've been drafting forwards. We expect them to draft a forward in the top of the 2023 draft. Where do you think, you know, do you think they're going to prioritize drafting defensemen after, you know, the top pick in 2023 or will they acquire more defensemen via draft or maybe someone will make themselves known like J.J. Mosier kind of came out of nowhere seemingly? Yeah, I, I think you're going to hear from coaches and GMs and, well, scouts and GMs that they're always going to take the best player available. And, and the reason for that is not only, you know, can a guy end up in your lineup and you want the best talent possible – those guys can also be trade chips. So 
if it's a forward in the 2024 draft that they think is the best player available when they're picking, they're probably still going to take that guy. Um, but if hopefully they, they start to acquire some defensemen at some point, because when you look at the system right now, and we just talked about JJ Mosier possibly having a ceiling as a top pair defenseman right now, I think it's safe to say he's a top four guy. You need those dynamic guys that PD was talking about. You need that number one guy, especially those guys are critical just as critical as number one centers, I think, to winning cups. So they're going to have to find that guy at some point. Now, can you do it via trade? Maybe if you have enough of these draft assets, if they keep acquiring really high-end forwards, you may be able to package a couple of those guys and get the kind of defenseman that you want. And you might be able to go out in the market and get somebody who's a little more mature. I, I don't know how it's all going to shape out. It could come through the draft. I highly doubt it comes through free agency because those guys are rarely, if ever, available via free agency. And, you know, free agency is usually when you're listen, you're looking to fill in cracks, when you think you're a piece or two away from contending for a cup. So I don't really see it happening that way, but they're going to they're gonna leave all avenues open to try and solve that issue. I'm sure they're aware of it. I, I'm sure they know what their prospect system looks like on defense. So again, they'll, they'll just look at every Avenue possible to try and fill it. PD. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, sorry. You, you talk about up front, you got Michelli, Gunther, Cooley, Geeky, Yannick, Hayton, Lutz, Doan, McCartney, Farinacci. They've got the forward depth in prospects. Now where they fall in the national hockey league is yet to be determined on the back end. Mosier, Maverick Lamru, who's hurt and not playing, and Victor Soderstrom, who's been in Tucson for years, and I don't know if he's ready to make the step. And really, that might be it. They drafted five defensemen in last year's draft. Of those defensemen, they're going to take some time to figure out where they're at. They're not high draft picks. I mean, Artem Duda is a second-round pick. Um, Langlois, third-round pick. So they got some higher-pick defensemen last season. I, they have It's something they have to address. I mean, if when you're through this rebuild and you're ready to make a run for it, you need to be stronger the back end than this team is right now. And it's got to be the core of what you're doing. So you look at a Colorado Avalanche when you got Gerard McCarr, um, Bo Byram, and you got that young depth of great drafted Colorado Avalanche defensemen. That's what's helping propel them along. And, and the Coyotes, I don't see having that depth at the back end. So it's absolutely something they need to address. But to Craig's point, uh, they're not going to do it in the first pick next year. It's not going to be an early nope. pick. You, know, you look at this team picking in the top three, sure as hell ain't going to be a defenseman. Yep. Um, well, I guess that takes us into our next question from Todd Cassell. Did I say that right, Craig? Yeah. Amazing. And, and by the way, before you read it, um, you mentioned Artem Duda. I have a uh, the first Coyotes prospect report of the season coming on Tuesday. And actually, Artem Duda will be one of the three players oh, that awesome. I'm talking about. So there you go. Good. So people can read that and, and think about some defensive prospects there. Um, from Todd Cassell on Twitter, let's make believe Coyotes get Bedard. Is it the GM's plan to then say, okay, next season, let's actually try to start our, our upward climb to winning games with no more tanking? I think if they get Connor Bedard, you know, you, you might see an infusion of some of the prospects into the NHL roster. And, and that that's cool, right? That'll give Coyotes fans hopes. On the flip side, doesn't mean the Coyotes are going to win more games. You got a lot of young players in your lineup that have to learn the NHL ropes. They're probably still going to struggle for a bit. So it still may play into their long-term plan that they actually finish low in the standings again and, and get another high draft pick because you can't assume just because you're infusing some of this top talent, you're going to suddenly start winning. These guys are young. They don't know the NHL. There's a lot of maturation that has to take place. 
I, I think you, you hit it on the head. I, I think they're going to, if you get, and it's not just Bedard. I really believe if it's one of the top three, I mean, if it's, if it's Fantilli or if it's Mikhov, I, I think that this, that's where this thing starts to turn. But to Craig's point, it's going to be full of young, young, inexperienced rookie players. And, and it's, again, I keep going back to the Ottawa Senators and what they've done when they infuse their lineup with the young players. Hey, you know what? They're exciting to watch. They still lost. They were losing 7 5 and okay. 5 3. But, but okay. they're fun to watch. They're offensively gifted. They go, wow, look, these guys are good. And guess what? Now they're two years older, and this Ottawa team's not bad. And this is this is where I think the Kaisers will be next year. I think if they get one of those top three picks, and I believe that they will, then this is where it starts to turn. Be good young players. They're not going to fill with dead. They might have to fill one or two spots with dead contracts, but it's not going to be that infusion of veteran guys that are just filling roster spots. I think this is when they start putting their guys in. I think this is when it's a Coyote young, young roster from old roster to young roster, and you start to see the things swing around. I hope so, because after watching the fourth 6-2 loss of the season, I thought, I don't know if I can do this one more whole year after this. Um, obviously not expecting them to win the Stanley Cup in 23-24, but just make it a little more exciting. And maybe, who knows, it'll turn into what's happening in Buffalo right now, which, as Sean would say, they're a wagon. wagon. <laughs> I'd, be wagon. Inter- I'd be interested to see the Coyotes' point projection if they were to get um, a top three draft pick for the following season and of course that will be on the DraftKings Sportsbook app sometime next year when that all goes down because DraftKings is constantly um, evolving their lines based on current events so uh, they always have the best lines available and if you want to make some coin on the DraftKings Sportsbook app the NBA season is going on right now new customers can make any $5 NBA money line bet and get $200 in free bet if your team wins and you can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays it's simple download the DraftKings Sportsbook use promo code PHNX that's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details and I just pulled up team futures um the Coyotes are now the only plus 100,000 team to win the Stanley Cup the Blackhawks have dropped down to plus 25,000 so (laughs) Coyotes standing firmly with that, those worst odds for now. Um, but there's still some excitement ahead because the Coyotes open their era at Muller Arena this coming Friday. Um, and we're having a tailgate and a watch party at Four Peaks this Friday. So whether you have tickets to the game or not, it starts at 4.30. The game's not until 7.30. Come down, enjoy some drinks before the game. If you're going to the game, it's a five-minute drive to the arena. If you're not going to the game, there's going to be a 20-foot projector screen to watch the game, which is going to be an amazing viewing experience with great food and great company. So we hope to see everybody at Four Peaks. Um, you can sign up in our description, just RSVP. It's completely free. Um, so we hope to see you there on Friday. And we also hope to see you this Wednesday. We'll be there for the last Wednesdays uh, that we've been doing every month at Four Peaks. And you can enjoy $3 kit lifter. And wow, we pints when you mention you're with PHNX. So if you're going to drink, you must be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. But we hope to see tons of people uh this week at Four Peaks, a couple of times we'll be there. So I'm looking forward to it. Five-minute drive or maybe like a, a 20, 25-minute walk, right, Leah? In case they, yeah, and, and the weather's so nice. So, and, yeah. And, and it might be quicker. 
Like, yeah, did you we, see what the? I can't imagine the traffic. We don't know the traffic patterns yet. It's going to be people so take time to learn. I will say, close to game time, which this happened when we went to the ASU home opener, the traffic was crazy getting into the arena. So it literally might be faster to walk, yep. um, or like get an Uber to drop you off kind of on the perimeter and then walk in. Brilliant. That would be my recommendation. Just to be clear, we do not condone drunken, lewd behavior at the arena. Okay, just saying that. Okay, <laughs> so you can, saying you that can to drink me? all the four peaks you want, but. Just be polite. Was that directed at me? No, no, no. Definitely so not. I was kidding. I was kidding, Craig. <laughs> Specifically, go where the visiting team... Oh, wait, that doesn't start yet until the annex is done. Never mind uh, where the visiting team has to walk through the concourse. But save that for uh, early next year. Um, all right, let's carry on with our mailbag questions. This is from AZ Hockey Fan on Twitter. When will it be time to get Josh Doan an NHL contract and in a Coyotes jersey? Speaking hmm. of ASU. Hmm. Josh Doan has some development left ahead of him, okay? Uh, and, and listen, I, I think this has been pretty clear since the time he enrolled at ASU. He's going to enjoy his college experience. He really does like playing college hockey. I, I could see Josh Doan playing at least three years. He might play all four years at ASU. And if he does, so be it. it it's his life. He, Like I said, he enjoys the college experience, and that'll allow him more time to develop too and mature. Um, but I don't, I don't see Josh Doan coming out after this season if that's what people are wondering. Yeah, I, I don't see it either. But the one advantage the Coyotes have here is he's right in their backyard. Like they get to see him literally just down the street, actually in the same building they're playing in. So they keep an eye on him. He's a prospect of theirs. They're not going to let him slip through the four-year and not sign him um, if he's ready to play. I, I agree with Craig, though. This is a situation where there's no, honestly, what's the rush? Enjoy your time there. Finish this year out. And then next year, you know what? Dominate and be one of the top players in the country. And that's what, what I think Josh needs to do. I think last year he, he was really good as a, as a freshman. He put up really good numbers. This year you hope his, his game steps to the next level. And then next season you go, oh, okay, yeah, he's, he's a, this kid's a, he's a dominating player in the NCAA. And then let's talk about um, the NHL after that. So let's get through three and then go from there. But again, having said that, who knows? Like if, if he steps out and has an unbelievable year this year, you never say never to anybody. Um, but if I had to project, I'd say it's going to be at least another year. And it kind of comes back to what we've been saying, though, about the other top prospects. It's like you don't necessarily want them coming in on a bad team. So maybe it's better that he, as we always say, bakes uh, in the NCAA and then he can step out at the time that will be that maybe that roster that we just talked about those young exciting players he can be part of that um, rather than rushing his development because we don't need to see more of that in this organization by any means speaking of young exciting players and i know we're talking a lot about Connor bedard and everybody's wishing for that and i get it look at what adam fentilly is doing oh my goodness unbelievable breaking records pretty much are on page two points in six games so far at the University of Michigan. <laughs> is that good? Six foot three. All-time leaders. He's got a chance. He's got a chance to climb into that list of most points in an NCAA season. Man, he's having a ridiculous year so far. Yeah, and I think we're okay with that. I mean, he's six foot three, nearly 200 pounds, centerman. We talk about the strength up the middle. You look at Logan Cooley being a little bit smaller in stature, so this might be a dangerous one, too. Clearly, Connor Bernard's the guy. I mean, we um, he's got 21 points through 12 games in the Western League. Clearly, he's the prize. I get it. But Fantilli, yeah, I'm okay with that. I, I think that uh, you get those two back-to-back, -back, and then you throw in Connor Geeky, and you go, okay, those are your three centers 
five years from now, whether Geeky becomes a wing or not. But I'm just saying right now, you got if those three and then throw Barrett Hayton in and those are your four centers for the next foreseeable future. Wow. Never know. Never say never. Love it. Uh, it's fun to imagine that time. It just it gets me through these six two losses. Um, okay, moving down the I ten. This question's from Callum Kemlo, if I said that correctly on Twitter. As someone who lives in Tucson, do we have any idea of when we could see some TCC upgrades? Will we ever have tunnels directly to the benches? Craig, I know you had a whole list in your article, so I'll- that was a, a, an in- interestingly specific question, wasn't it? By the way, having tunnels from the locker rooms, and I know yeah. they they do that in a lot of arenas, but I don't think that that's a priority in Tucson. And 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 I've talked about this with you guys. I, I think it's cool that they walk past the fans. I think it's sort of the uh, sort of the homey. It's like very, of, it's very AHL, but like yeah, in a good way. League. It's cool. Yeah. Yes, it's totally cool. I, I wouldn't want them to change that, to be honest. But in terms of upgrades, I had a long list, actually. Um, Adrian Denny actually sent me this from the Roadrunners and I don't have to read them all, but I mean, they, they've replaced the arena floor and ice plant, the ice floor and the ice plant. Uh, they've got new dashboard system. We saw the ribbon boards when we were down there. We saw the uh, the party suite when we were up there. We actually and that's a huge upgrade because that party suite. What's um, that? that it's a, that's a huge upgrade because that fans used to not be able to go there at all. And when you did go there, because I. I had a media credential or a credential when I worked there. You couldn't even see over the ice, but now you can. They've changed. Um, they put glass in now, so that's yeah. been a huge upgrade. Yeah, they've got the loge boxes. They've got two new garages. They've got the double tree where I stayed when I was down there. Um, there's all where sorts. The, of the double tree hosted our post game show when exactly, we were exactly yeah. So there's a ton of stuff that they've actually done, and there's some more coming. Um, but in terms of you know, there's 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 some limits obviously to Tucson Arena. You can't, for instance, put suites in there. There's just no way that you can add suites to that arena unless you took out some of the seating. I suppose that's a possibility, but I, I don't. I haven't heard any talk that that's on the horizon right now. But they have done a lot of stuff to make that more fan friendly. PD has nothing to add on that. No, but right. I, did, but, <laughs> back, I don't know. Better donut stand. Let's up, upgrade it, make it bigger for less. Yeah. Light. I just made the, it, the tunnel thing put is, a second one. How about that? Yeah. On the other side. Perfect. The, the, the tunnels, it's just not going to happen. It can't, you have to go through a concourse, knock down in the hot dog stand. So that ain't going to happen. Upgrades, man. That ribbon thing was cool. I think it's a great place to watch a hockey game. I'm excited to go back. The team's winning right now and looking good. So just fire me up another donut stand. and I'm ready to go back down. I love it. And PD, I know there's one thing on the player side you wanted to mention about the Roadrunners. And it is that. Oh, yeah. The the, the AHL player of the week. Laurent Dauphin. <laughs> See, how's that, Craig? Did I did I do it? You did. Was it, was it good? Yeah. But we talk about who's up next. Who's up next? Who's up next? And he he's the player of the week. We talked about Laurent Dauphin as potentially being the 13th forward this team for a various number of reasons. One of which is he's not 22 years old and he's a little bit more veteran guy. I would anticipate that he is going to be, um, get a call. Um, if we start seeing some injuries, I think Laurent fan is, is a guy that's going to be on that list of next up And Carconi right now is leading the team in scoring. So I would see him as well. Those two, those two guys, Carconi got games last year. Dauphin's got plenty of games under his belt in the national hockey league. I think those are the next two up. Let me see if this works. I don't think it's going to work very well. Laurent Dauphin. No, that's terrible. Oh, my God. Who said that? Come on. Who said that? Did you do like a Google pronunciation? 
That's better. Listen to this one. Although she's saying the last name first. Dauphin Laurent. Oh, that's Dauphin better. Laurent. Not Laurent yeah, Dauphin. Laurent Dauphin. I like that. <laughs> that, that is excellent. That Bonjour. Is excellent. Yeah, I, and I thought you know, it's good for him and his confidence that he's playing so well right now. And I'm, I'm happy for, for the Dolphin. I think that's good for him. For the Dolphin? Is that how we're going to yeah, call him? A lot him? easier to that, say. That's it, his isn't nickname, it? yeah. Oh, that is his nickname? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Love it. Uh, well, we're not all together right now, but I am by far the comfiest because I'm sitting in our more furniture seat in the office. Um, you guys are, I don't know where you're sitting, but it's not as comfortable as where I'm sitting. Here, Leah. <laughs> um, but if you're looking to spruce up your home or your office and you want to get some new furniture, much like Sean, who's furnishing his apartment, Michaela is moving this week. She's getting some new furniture. Uh, check out more furniture. They have a fall sale going on right now. That's more M O R furniture.com. And for every thousand dollars you spend, you'll receive a $100 gift card, which is a steal especially you know furniture especially like a couch and a bed you can it's easy to spend a thousand so get those gift cards uh while you're shopping for your furniture and craig just walked away so i'm gonna ask pd even though craig is the chicago guy who do you guys have in tonight's monday night football game not the bears not the bears <laughs> who are the bears PD? playing not the I, bears. I don't know monday the patriots yeah the i don't like them either can we pick? Can we pick neither? You know, yeah, you can pick neither, PD. Um, and oh, you nice. can just go on Underdog Fantasy instead and do a, yeah, high. You can do the pick'em game, do higher or lowers. You can also do a daily fantasy draft just for this game. So you don't have to pick a winner. You can just pick, uh, players for higher or lower totals in various categories or do a daily draft um, just for this lineup tonight. It's a really fun way to enjoy a game that, like we said, we, you know, HK really about the matchup, but give yourself some K. I don't know. I was trying to transfer yeah. HK into K um, <laughs> when you use underdog fantasy. And if you haven't downloaded underdog yet, you can search in the app store or click on the link in the show notes, sign up with the promo code PHNX and underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdog fantasy promo code PHNX and get in on the action today. I won some money on underdog very easily the other day. So I am like up money right now, and it's great because they doubled my money when I put in my deposit. So I'm way up from what I initially started with. So it's a great way to enjoy sports. You can also do all of this on hockey as well, which PD and I have participated yeah, in. And I got to say, Leah, it is incredibly easy. That's one thing for me with apps. If it's the easier, the better. And I tell you what, we were all at the PHNX studios. There were five of us there. Was it five or is it six? Six. And Leah said, let's do a six-person draft. And and we did. And it was right before the NHL contests. And boom, it took us a couple of minutes and you to won. do the draft. And, and I won. <laughs> I don't even watch the Bears anymore, by the way. I don't even watch. That's fair. But we That's do watch CH we do watch CHGO Bears because you watch CHGO. Yeah. But yeah. the thing with the Bears, they don't know how to evaluate quarterbacks. Have I said <laughs> this before? I've been saying this for 20 some years, I think. Maybe 30 some years. I don't know. <laughs> I got I got Craig on his Chicago oh, stuff. Thanks, let's Leah. let's you know, veer Mark Lazarus from the Athletic is coming in town for the Coyotes home opener. Um, and he has this. I don't know if you guys have seen the meme that he tweets every time the bears are just a train wreck. It's literally yes. a burning car with a bear head sticking out the driver's side window. Yep. I'm fully expecting to see it again tonight. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get back on Arizona talk. And this question is from Michael Carter on Twitter. And I like this question because it feels hopeful. Uh, what is one thing you think Yotes fans should be interested in slash excited about that isn't being talked about much? Yeah, I wanted each of you guys to have your crack at this. I already answered in the mailbag the one thing that and it's probably on the back burner for now until they get an arena. But I'm really excited about the possibility of them playing a game in Mexico, whether it's Mexico City or as I mentioned, Javier Gutierrez, hometown of Guadalajara. So it would be really cool to watch a game in either of those sites. Yeah, for me, it's just, it's the obvious. And to find one that we're not talking about or haven't talked about is really hard. For me right now, it's the Tucson Roadrunners. And if they can stay healthy, I'm excited to keep an eye on what this team um, can do this year under coach Steve Potvin. And and I think you've seen the start. They're off to a three and one start. Um, they're very exciting, fun to watch. They're going to be high scoring. If they can keep the puck out of the net, this is a team that can compete in the Pacific. So, so I'm going to talk about the Tucson Roadrunners. Meet me. Liam, Liam Kirk hasn't even been able to crack that lineup, by the way. He's healthy, but hasn't been able to crack the lineup. So it just shows that they have a lot more depth down there. Yeah, I mean, uh, the first thing that pops into mind is one that we're all talking about, which is the arena deal, and hopefully that gets done. But if that gets done, for me, it's the fact that Gary Bettman promised the Coyotes an NHL All-Star game and a draft. Um, and I think... That's something that would be really excited for Coyotes fans, you know, bring the NHL Mecca to Tempe. And also, you know, I just feel like it's, it's finally that feeling of feeling legitimate among the NHL. Not that fans haven't felt that way, but just from that outside perspective, we've heard all of the atrocious storylines uh, specifically on Twitter.com um, about, you know, the Coyotes not being a Fran uh, NHL franchise when they literally are so shut up about that but anyway that's something that excites me on the horizon I have a thought on that Leah by the way that we can put in uh, uh Saul Bookman and uh, Greg Esposito's head if we have a draft here in Arizona it's obviously going to be like 110 degrees so maybe it sh our our draft watch party should be a pool party just saying <laughs> I love it Good. yeah no Saul just walked out of his office. So, okay, so hard no. So so Gary no. Bettman promised with the Coyotes get the arena deal done that they will get an NHL All-Star game and a draft. But the draft is always in June and it's 110 here in June. So Petey's suggesting No, Petey didn't oh, suggest. Craig is suggesting, sorry. No, for Petey. <laughs> Petey, uh, Craig is suggesting that instead of a you know a normal draft party like we did last season, we do a pool draft pool party for a draft watch. Yes, <laughs> yes. Small talk board. Hey, Saul. By the way, PD has to wear a speedo. Yeah. No, well, that's, that's no. Uh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> we'll get PHNX swimsuits by then. Literally, that's all I have is speedos. That's no. Yeah, you got them all no. for that. You guys see my legs? No chance. No chance. <laughs> I'm doing that. I'll be remote from Four Peaks. You guys go wherever the oh, hell you want God. to. Oh my lord! All right. Well, those were the five mailbag questions we dove deeper in. If you want to check out all 55 <laughs> questions. Check out Craig's mailbag on gophnext.com. He also gave some reviews of House of the Dragon, which I stayed up late to watch last night, but we will not talk about it today because no spoilers. Um, but definitely check that out on gophnext.com. Become a member to have access to read that and then grab yourself a shirt from the locker when you sign up and get access to our members-only Discord as well because members also get their chance to ask Craig questions um, for the mailbag as well. 
PD, what do you want? You know what I want? Yep. Can I talk about the mailbag for a minute? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So at 55 question mailbag, what I want, I want mailbag on tape, like a book on tape. So I want Craig so I can get into bed. I can put on my headphones and I can have Craig read me the mailbag in a nice soothing voice. Can we have that? Is that something you can do? Personalized mailbag. This is the mailbag brought to you by Craig Morgan. And, and we can... Soothing sound. That you're on a tropical beach somewhere. JJ JJ Mosier has a high ceiling in the NHL. <laughs> Love it. Can we do <laughs> soothing sounds of Craig Morgan to meditate and sleep to? Today's mailbag. I love it. Can we, Craig, can we get like a calm sponsorship? Just love it. <laughs> love it. All, all right. I'm talking to Max when we're done here. Uh, sure OG's already has a product that can solve that. So. Oh yeah, they have a sleep gummy. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, before we head out, we got to take a look at the NHL standings, or at least the bottom of it, because it's kind of interesting so far. The Coyotes are have some company down there at the bottom. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks also have only two points, but they have one more game played, so they have a worse record. And then down there to Anaheim and Minnesota. These are two teams down here that like a combination of some of us had in our playoff picture for the Central and the Pacific. So fascinating down at the bottom of the standings Edmonton not looking so hot either to start yeah we'll talk about all this on uh, around the NHL later this week but yeah there's some there's some interesting storylines brewing early this year have we heard any Bruce there it is up in Vegas no not hearing that so much right now Whoops. No. I got I hate to say it but told you so about Vancouver no yeah yeah. Make a change. I need to make a change. I said it oh, about Bruce Boudreaux. I thought you yeah. meant about them being so bad because no, I thought I you had them in the playoffs. I said make the coaching change over the summer. I said I was surprised to see him start the season off behind the bench. And now they got real problems. And all he said after the last game, after they had lost five, and now they've lost six after five, he told the players, look in the mirror. And if players are pissed about the coaching and the communication they're getting from the coaching and the coaching and direction they're getting from the coaching and the coach says, look in the mirror and blame you guys, oh, boy. That doesn't play well. And so, you know, if he comes out and says, hey, you know, it's every guy in here and I've got to do a better job and there's more we can do in the coaching room, I think that plays better than, oh, they got to look in the mirror, not me. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Yeah. Well, we'll dive more into that uh, later this week when we do our weekly Around the NHL episode, but it is fascinating to keep our eye on the bottom of the standings and the Coyotes take on the Blue Jackets tomorrow night for the last game of their six-game road trip to start the season. And if you want to get to Mullet Arena for the home opener, head over to the Game Time app. It's the best place to buy tickets. You can save up to 60% when you buy last minute, um, which there's no other place like that where it's actually cheaper to buy on the same day. Great for the procrastinators. I'm looking. There are tickets available on Game Time right now um, as low and I know this is not low, but based on the dialogue online, um, I see $131 tickets on here, which keep in mind, you're getting a one through 13 row. It's a, it's a lower bowl seat. So there's still tickets on game time. Check the day of the game. If you haven't bought your tickets or either way, hang out with us at four peaks before or during and uh, check out game time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. So scroll down to the description of this episode. Click the link to buy your tickets. Um, and you can also head to concerts and shows and other sporting events with game time as well. 
That's it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow for a post-game show after we hear the canon 800,000 times in Columbus. Uh, <laughs> subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Um, and uh, so you never miss a show, hit the notification bell. You can also follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms, including TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And uh, follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. We're actually really getting close to that 4,000 follower mark. Please let us know what we should punish Sean with um, when we hit that because he's next. He's next on the rotation and we need to come up with something for him. So get us to 4,000 Twitter followers. Any final thoughts before we head out? I think the punishment with uh, Sean should have something to do. Does he, does he really feel the pain of Scott Norwood or... Maybe that was too long ago for him. I Think literally don't even know what that is. I don't know who that should, is, Craig. Yeah, Craig it should have something to do born. with uh, long-suffering Buffalo fans. Whoops. Oh, Craig's got to go to work. <laughs> Craig's got to go. All right. <laughs> Let us know. Again. Let us know what you think, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Please uh, subscribe. Leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll be back tomorrow for our post-game show. Until then, enjoy the rest of your Monday, everyone.